Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India, India's first quizzing and trivia podcast. This is your host and quiz master Aditya. Every week on the podcast we bring you interesting people from across the country, people to share and discuss trivia with. But this week we have a slightly different program, a different agenda. With everything that has been happening in the last couple of weeks, we thought of changing things up a little bit. So, which is why today's episode is slightly different. which doesn't mean that it's any less fun but just slightly different in today's episode we don't have one but we have three special guests yes not one but three and in fact you know all three of them so here's the story ever since we have opened the podcast to the audience's donations we have been preparing some bonus episodes for our paying listeners a little bit extra just to say thank you even you can in fact donate to the podcast to receive such amazing bonus content we work on a pay what you like basis The link is in the description. Now, coming back, for the first time ever we will be releasing one such bonus episode with earlier which was just for a paying audience. This episode has been compiled from never heard before bits of the podcast. I really really hope you enjoy it. You will be hearing bits of my conversation with Deepthokirti Choudhary, Manas Deep and Vishnu. All three as I mentioned earlier have previously appeared on the show and I'm quite excited to bring you this. First up is Deepthokirti Dipta was on the show a couple of months back and quite a few of you enjoyed that episode so without any further ado welcome to Quiz Time India We are talking about a tiny town in Karnataka Arasalu is the name of the town in Shivamogga district Shivamogga earlier it was called Shimoga uh-huh. famous for sandalwood so Arasalu as i said is a small town Now there was a railway station in Arasalu which has featured on screen quite a few times in quite a few scenes and now the station is in ruins so what indian railways has decided is to take the old station and make it into a railway museum okay and for the actual work of you know railway station a new station through which five trains will pass every day will get a makeover at a cost of 1.3 crores okay which will include beautifying the station and you know maintaining the station that will be the new station mm-hmm. and the new station will be renamed to pay tribute to perhaps the only reason why this town is famous So Arasalu is a tiny town in Shivam Shivamogga in Karnataka and there was this old railway station which featured on the screen in quite a few scenes and which pretty much made this small town famous now the old railway station on which the scenes were shot is in ruins so they're saying that will be made into a museum and instead of that there's a new station which has come up and it will be brand new spanking station but it won't be called arasalu it will be called with a different name in a way to pay tribute to the only reason why this town is famous all of this you have to tell me what is the railway station being renamed to that is it okay uh shivamogga railway okay so there is obviously some bollywood connection to this 
रेलवे स्टेशन नेम सॉर्ट ऑफ नॉट exactly bollywood okay i can tell you i should tell you rather that much not exactly bollywood okay and but i mean mm-hmm. okay it's not bollywood but it is close enough it's in the ballpark as i said some scenes were shot here at the old station and that made the place a little bit famous and now as a tribute to that they are renaming the new station they do giving it a makeover and stuff like that and they are doing this because of uh you mentioned something was shot here yes and that's the reason why uh, it is being renamed yes so the thing that was shot there made this place relatively famous at least in the neighboring areas in the in the state and now they want to give a tribute to that thing that was shot there and hence they are naming the new station after it okay so it is mm. uh i mean bollywood but not really bollywood okay uh mm. train is it uh, in, in anything to do mm. with uh, doordarshan yes yes okay you are on the right track I'm just thinking that uh, there was a couple of shows that were sh- uh, shot around railway stations and trains and all, but uh, mm-hmm. were they big enough to rename a station? So I mean, in because I can't even recall the names. Mm. I mean, I remember there was a, uh, a train. I mean, but that was located in a train called Yatra. uh mm. that cannot be okay i'll need uh, some more hint so you are on the right track you are uh, figuratively also because it's uh, you know the railway question and track but you are on the right track you we are thinking doordarshan here doordarshan this show which was shot in karnataka some of the scenes were shot at a railway station and uh, along the railway tracks and so uh this is what one of the primary characters one of the people who played one of the primary characters had to say arasalu railway station was perfectly suited to recreate british era scenes every morning we rushed there to record two shots one for the english version and another for hindi the first shot was taken on the right platform when the train returned after 20 minutes the second shot was done in the opposite directions and this person goes on to conclude that these are evergreen memories this person played one of the most important roles in the doordarshan series and this is what they had to say and if i can give you a hint mm-hmm. we already somewhere mentioned the person who is behind all of it in all the conversation that we had before we mentioned oh, okay, the name okay, okay, okay. who is responsible uh, is for is this all of this. Uh, is this malguri days uh, rk narayan's malguri days yes so the arasalu railway station is being renamed into malguri oh okay 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 great i mean it all falls into place now <laughs> yeah so they uh, shankar nag who was directing the show did not want a a chaotic place for the railway station and the town because it had to have a rustic ambiance to it and they narrowed down to arasalu because they could go down there quite easily 
and then they got R K Narayan there, and he visited the place of the shoot, and he said, "Yeah, I approve of it." And a lot of Malgudi days, especially a story called the Old Man at the Temple, was shot at Arasalu, and yeah, that is the right answer. Okay, very interestingly, because I mean, in the context of the previous R K Narayan, R K Narayan was completely mm. shocked that his Malgudi. Uh, that he had described in so lovingly the guide had gone to jaipur mm. udaipur <laughs> and all oh of yeah, that for oh the movie yeah. so he completely disapproved of that but so i'm glad at least this one he approved <laughs> I, you know what we're talking about the guide i think the hollywood version of guide is also on youtube i have not seen it but i i had saved it somewhere but i don't remember going back to it but i think that's also on youtube and it's like 1 hour 45 minutes or something yeah so the, the, the hindi one is a, yeah hmm. the hollywood version of guide was absolutely uh, i mean panned and it flopped and all of that uh, it was supposed to be shot back to back but uh, vijayanand hmm. uh, saw the the directors working uh, ted danielski or something the name was and he refused mm-hmm. he said that i am just not going to be i mean an indian film will not like run like this so he completely reshot the guide uh, at a considerable extra cost for the hindi version i mean deviating totally from mm-hmm. the english script uh, thank god for yeah. that because devanand made all his money i mean he lost a ton of money in the english version but he made uh-huh. up for all of that in uh, in the hindi version so the hindi version did well that yeah, yeah hindi version did well it is i mean thanks to its songs and dances and spectacles yeah. and the emotion and everything it was considered it's still considered one of classics but rk narayan of yeah, course yeah. was <laughs> he, he said that it i like the film but it is not rk narayan's guide it is vijayanand's guide makes sense <laughs> makes sense all right dita over to you okay so my last question is that since we talked about sharukh khan i mean you were thinking of sharukh khan a little while back uh, for one of the answers uh, to your questions uh, my mm. question is about a sharukh khan film now uh, mm. not a very famous one so my question is which part of the movie english babu desi mem was sponsored by bhilwara shootings private limited so let me explain that mm. like uh, usually many brands now do brand placement do sp- sponsored segments in films tv shows etc yeah so yeah some part of english babu desi name was sponsored by bhilwara shootings private limited bhilwara group mm. is a very large uh, obviously textiles yeah. and uh, company so what did they mm-hmm. sponsor in english babu desi mem english babu desi mem so i don't remember the movie but bilwar where is bilwada on uh, the map it's quite famous no, i can't place it though yeah bilwada would be a rajasthan brand but that has nothing to do with uh, the thing is that bilwada owns several uh shooting mm-hmm. brands like binesh which was uh endorsed by uh, sunil gavaskar at one point in time 
Incidentally, Dinesh Kartik is named Dinesh Kartik, yeah. Because uh, his father was a big fan of Sunil Gavaskar and thought of naming his hmm. son Dinesh. Uh, so after Dinesh shooting, correct. So the okay, I will now give a bit of a hint. uh the bhilwada group also owned uh, the brand mayur suitings of which shahrukh khan hmm. was a brand ambassador around this time yeah yeah mayur mayur kya hit kya fit was their yeah brand ka line so what part of english babu desi name shahrukh khan stars was sponsored by hmm. the bhilwada group of whom shahrukh khan was a brand ambassador at that point in time I mean, I could go for a. They did all the suits for English Babu, but that would be quite direct. Won't that be too direct? Yes. So I mean, uh, Shahrukh was uh, their ambassador. So all the clothes mm. uh, he was possibly wearing Mayur <laughs> suits. Were Mayur. But there was something else in the film uh, hmm. that was uh, sponsored by them, which was. Okay, let me. Uh, do you remember the? Uh, I'm just going to. T- I'm just going to take a random guess here. Yeah. Is it uh, Mayat ka kapda or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I am. I am feeling a little. Uh, I mean, uh, speechless uh, thinking about the uh, uh, whatever the the brand guys of the. Bilwada Group. If that got sponsored for whatever reason, no, it wasn't that. So let me give like you the. Like life's journey, life's journey. Let me give you the next uh, bit of a hint. Mm-hmm. If you recall, at that point in time, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Shahrukh used to appear in these ads, and the ad was because they used to call him Shahrukh Mayur Khan. Mm-hmm. So that yes. the, in the ads he was called Shahrukh Mayur Khan. So hmm. that's the kind of a hint. Are we talking about peacocks here? <laughs> no, something a little more direct than <laughs> that. So Mayur was also right. Mayur, Sharukh, Mayur Khan. What did they sponsor? What could um, English Babu Desi Mame? Who featured in the movie uh, with Sharukh Khan? If Sonali Bendre. Uh-huh. What would Mayur Shooting World Bilwada Group sponsor? I think you'll have to give me a hint. I can't think of anything here. It was Shahrukh. okay. Let me put it this mm-hmm. way: the whatever they sponsored was there for pretty much the entire film, or let's say seventy, eighty percent of the film. Okay, interesting. So Shahrukh Khan's. I'm thinking it could be his clothes, but that that doesn't sound too novel. I mean, that could have been done earlier also. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. That's too, correct. Yeah, I can't think of what else can be there which they'll sponsor and which will be pretty much you know running through the course of the movie. Mm. Is he the owner of the company in the movie? Yes, I'll give it to you. <laughs> so what happened is that. Uh, Uh-huh. Shahrukh Khan's name in that film is Vikram Mayur. Okay. So they basically sponsored the Shahrukh Khan's name or I think uh, if I'm not mistaken it is also the name of the company. So Shahrukh Khan plays this uh, tycoon, business tycoon who comes to mm-hmm. India from London or whatever. So he owns uh-huh. this company which I think was called Mayur Industries or something and his name was my 
they actually sponsors sponsored his name in the film that is such i think uh, those brands don't exist anymore right i think no no mayur them, does uh, mayur uh, does still because mayur has been advertised by virendra sehwag after that and uh, nawazuddin siddiqui till about oh. a year or couple of years back when i last noticed so and they, and they and they retain that same style so it is like nawazuddin mayur siddiqui that is i think if i am not mistaken <laughs> so it was virendra mayur my it was virendra mayur saivag yeah, yeah 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 incidentally uh, one of the again one of the things curious things about english babu desi mem is that the costume designer at least for shahrukh khan in the film is gauri khan so oh wow so gauri uh, i think she is a graduate of nifc or something like that so she has a some sort of a professional qualification and in the mid 90s there were a bunch of films like karan arjun bazigar dar anjam mm-hmm. english babu desi mem and uh, yeah. you also mentioned ram jane so ram jane had that famous mm. thing in which shahrukh khan used to wear a suit without anything underneath it so he used to <laughs> yes yeah so uh, that although all that was uh, uh, gauri khan's doing <laughs> that is great i am actually looking up yeah you are right mayur uh, virender mayur sehwag and i like it see nawazuddin also uh, wearing mayur suits and i think they uh, post covid they have also gone into making masks now <laughs> like everyone else <laughs> yeah hello and glad you are still with us up next is our guest number 2 we had manas deep on the show and this is the never heard before bit from manas's time on the podcast and before i take you to the next guest the next segment let me remind you of studio 41's very own newsletter discontent go to discontent.crd.co and you will find the newsletter each week we bring you music movie reading and watching recommendations so yeah check out discontent.crd.co or the link is in the description and now on to the podcast the question is about hippos and not just any hippos it is about wild hippos so wild hippos are generally found in africa but there is one cluster of hippo population outside of africa in fact it is the biggest hippo cluster/population outside of africa and it is nowhere close to africa in its new home these african hippos were able to grow unchallenged as there was no predator who could harm them and in fact these hippos grew wild and became a threat to everyone else few humans who came their way had really bad incidents some of them even fatal what i want you to tell me is where are these hippos and how did they get there I think I know this. This has something to do with uh, Pablo Escobar and Colombia. But uh, what is not known to me is how the hippos got there. I know that he had a personal zoo, if we might call it that, of uh, his own. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he had uh, many, many hippos there. And I think those hippos, even today, are a big nuisance. And 
there's some talk of either relocating or killing them yeah. whichever uh, was less merciful uh, less merciless but i really am not sure how they were relocated to colombia so you are absolutely correct that is exactly what happened pablo escobar uh, outside the capital of colombia around 150 kilometers outside was his estate where the man got what are now known as cocaine hippos because that's where the money came from and he wanted a zoo for himself so he got one male and three female hippos from africa but after that what happened was this is from a bbc article the rise of the so called cocaine hippos began in 1993 after authorities killed pablo escobar and seized his luxury estate hacienda nepolis about 250 kilometers northwest of the capital bogota animals found there were distributed to zoos across the countries but not the hippos and uh, this is what someone says it was logistically difficult to move them around so the authorities just left them there probably thinking the animals would die now what happened was these hippos multiplied and according to scientists they are now spreading through one of the country's main waterways which is the river magdalena and uh, last month a study last month the article came out in 2018 so in 2018 a study published in the biological conservation journal said culling the animals was the only way to mitigate their environmental impact but of course there is uh, a lot of uh, people who are against killing these hippos but on one side there are people uh, saying if you don't kill the hippos they will destroy the local uh, flora and fauna and on the other side so it's a way cast 22 you can't people are not able to pick one and there are more than 110 hippos now so they are definitely growing because there's nothing to stop them so you're absolutely correct well done on that one wow as if the colombians didn't have enough economic issues to resolve yeah this is absolutely interesting huh? how do you even manage to research these questions man wonderful this this i have to give credit uh, this is from a old friend of mine dayanand dayanand was in fact one of the first people on the podcast he just messaged sent me a whatsapp message and he asked this question i couldn't answer this question then he told me this is what had happened and then i did the research so i can't take credit for this one you should take the credit you cracked it in uh, jiffy in, in all fairness actually i had heard this trivia before although in a different fashion you know it helps to be a part of multiple multiple prison <laughs> groups <found laughs> during the uh, during the lockdown lockdown and the pandemic so, yes yes but brilliantly framed thanks for that all right your turn now next question okay this is an easy one this is mm-hmm. something we've all seen i have mm-hmm. owned two of these so this is a kind of a tribute question mm-hmm. so the question goes like this close to the launch of this then uh, globally awaited product mm-hmm. some of the names suggested for this were uh, the budhu budhu as in hindi for stupid okay then x and despite x among others x hmm. here is a much talked about political heavyweight we know okay. x more in the regional sense but as on date hmm. x is very 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 talked about very much talked about hmm. there is no news report on any news channel that won't feature x okay and the finally chosen name was peppy hmm. and also representative of the size of its one of its kind products identify x and hence the 
final name of the product interesting quite interesting so i have few things that i have uh, that have caught my attention one was that uh, one of the earlier suggested names was buddu as in a simpleton or a fool in hindi yes this was a suggested name hmm. was not the chosen name so i okay. think there were since this was a much talked about product some people said it was not possible for this product to be created so therefore some people out of skepticism or some people out of out of whatever they felt about the audacious attempt they tried to sort of attach certain names hoping that they could stick hmm then you said a politician and you mentioned the regional sense i think there's only one uh, who possibly could have fit the bill so i'm thinking they it was a play on lalu prasad yadav somewhere around that so it became like a lallu which kind of is similar to buddu am i on the right track uh, not lalu prasad yadav you are oh. uh, very close to the actual geography uh, we are talking of a what shall i say a uh, uh, more gracious name than lalu and as i said the the politician in question they are mm-hmm. always in the news even this this day as of this moment if you were to switch on your uh, tv set or TV? or going to uh, the internet you would find uh, coverage on them hmm uh could you uh, could you uh, repeat it uh, once again uh, the initial bit of it okay so mm-hmm. we are talking of a huge globally awaited launch of a certain product okay some of the names suggested for this were the budhu okay x mm-hmm. and despite x despite x is kind of satirical mm-hmm. uh, given the role that x played in kind of the uh, project not happening finally in the way okay. it was expected to be x okay. as i said is a much talked about and very much in news today political heavyweight and the final name which has chosen was peppy and also representative of the size of the product that's how the peppies peppy yes you and you own two of these i have owned one and replaced one by another if that helps are we talking you about to... some kind of a mascot or something on those lines let me put Is it, it a this figure? way hmm uh, not a figure it's an actual brand a big product which many of us use Uh, if you were to go and look for this product today you wouldn't find it uh-huh. stopped making them and that's why peppy comes in what was peppy i'm thinking what products were there which and you said uh, politics today so right now as of the first week of april 2021 in news if you go there's definitely bengal which you said is uh, which also fits the bill that it's close regionally to bihar lalu was my first first guess does am i on the right track there is it some bengali connection go on go on aditya there is very much a bengali connection here so something and despite something and they later went on with pepi which was sort of synonymous with the big like how big the brand went and it's global it was globally known or globally launched uh, no no i think i'll have to clarify something the final name hmm. was not peppy 
the final okay. name was something let's call it y okay it stood for uh, the the product being very peppy and was okay, also okay, representative okay. of the size of the once in one once of a kind product one of a kind product okay 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 you know it's so a very product uh, interesting interesting what product and there's a politicians involvement that's why the whole satirical name despite this politician and then they named it something else which became quite big in its own i'm thinking what products that we use which are not currently manufactured or at least easily available is one if i can put it that way this this particular brand is no longer available for purchase and perhaps we haven't used this particular brand so much in the last uh, in this particular uh, categories of a uh, category of product so much in the last one year at least those of us who have paid Are we to talking about a transportation uh, is it a trans- means of transportation yes we are very much talking about that ha uh, that makes sense we not used much in last year and uh, bengali politician perhaps did mamta banerji have a no was there a factory issue with something in bengal uh, got everything except the final name yes <laughs> very much there aditya very much there uh, hmm. place yourself in 2008 2009 yeah 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 you yeah, yeah. have the answer nano no nano is very small nano won't make sense for the size of it so are you going oh, actually it's nano it's not it's nano it's nano it is it is nano indeed aditya and <laughs> nano actually if you try to pronounce it in gujarati it could mm-hmm. be pronounced as nano nano is i think gujarati for a small kid and okay. i'm sure you will agree with me when i say that it was peppy and it was one uh-huh. of its kind yes so i owned uh, two of these replace one with another and let me tell you tell all the naysayers that i yeah. actually went from a road trip from jamshedpur to shillong five people in my nano returned wow. non stop ex- except for lunch breaks and some bio breaks we had no issue at all in that road trip amazing car too bad we don't uh, see them anymore uh, being made And now you'll be hearing an extended bit from the podcast episode featuring Vishnu called Hyderabad Kargil and Solar Eclipses so stay tuned So in USA uh, the biggest cities like uh, not only in USA in India also this is valid to an extent but uh, the telecom revolution initially happened in USA so let's talk about USA the biggest cities like New York has sorry std code for new york is a smaller number i think it's 111 or yeah 111 but if if there is an unimportant or a smaller city the te- the pin code wo- the telephone code sorry not pin code the telephone std code was a bigger number like 999 or 009 some bigger number like that 9008008889999 so this was done uh, new york used to get more calls some small city used to get lesser calls and that's the reason that's one of the reason for this uh, this num- for these numbers but 
I'm looking here for a, um, I need a technical reason. What was the technical reason behind this uh, numbering? So I uh, think this was done in 50s, 40s and 60s. 50s basically. After the World War, the telecom, like everyone started getting telephones during the World War and after the World War. So uh, think about the uh, technical uh, ability we had. We means uh, the phones had at that time. Technical ability the phones did not have at that time or had at that time. And why were these uh, bigger numbers to the smaller cities and smaller numbers to the bigger cities were given at the time? You can find the same concept in India also. Delhi is uh, 1011, right? Yeah. Or is it? Uh, yeah, Delhi, 0, Delhi 0, 11, Mumbai 022. Yeah, these are bigger cities. They had they got uh, smaller numbers. And uh, if you go to, uh, go to the smaller towns, smaller cities, they got bigger numbers. Hmm. What could have been the uh, logical reason? Technical for reason. It? Technical reasoning for it. Hmm. So I'm imagining that these uh, the bigger towns got the number first, so the counting started there. Hence the shorter numbers. And no, no. I'm I'm talking about a technological reason. Technical. I mean the technological reason. Think about the telephone technology which was available at that time. Is it something to do with uh, what base you are counting uh, in terms of you know how binary is base two and I mean our system is base mm. nine and that's how they were growing? No, no not uh, related to binary counting system. It's a technological thing. Uh, just like we have a touch phone now, we had a button phone before. I think what we had at that time, that's the end. We had the circular thing going on. So, so, so did we start in a... Okay, 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 okay. I think I have the answer. So, because... you've seen the circular die, you got that. Yeah, yeah. Answer. I have, I think I've uh, used it also, perhaps when I was uh, a very young child. So, uh, with larger numbers, hmm. you had to A, uh, if say it was a 8 or 9, the circle hmm. would go on for longer, as in you turn it around and then it goes back so there's a longer time there and that is perhaps the reason why the sh- uh, you know the since uh, 011 would be very easy to do compared to a 0147 kind of a thing so calls mm-hmm. going to delhi could be uh, connected quite quickly is that on the right track that's the answer so 01 it's mm-hmm. 111 can be dialed easily it just yeah. it's a second if you want to dial yeah. 9, you need to go 360 degrees from 9 to this side and it needs to go back. So, 9 Go back nine all the way. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 exactly. So, that's the fun dial. So, the technological reason is the round dial, which takes the entire 360 degrees to go back, to come forward. That's the reason. New York used to get more number of calls. So, that's easy for the operators to operate. Yeah. We used to have telephone operators at the time, right? It was not mm-hmm. automatic. They, they used to connect. We had the telephone uh, centers. They used to connect and all those things were there. So yeah, so you would call an exchange. Time. And I think not many people had a number. So I remember watching these old black and white movies, uh, especially American yeah. ones, where mm-hmm. you would just call a city and tell the exchange that I want to speak to so-and-so person and they would connect mm-hmm. you because not enough people yes. had phones. Yes. 
So for them, they used to take a lot of time to dial all these things. So they mm-hmm. New York used to get more calls. Washington used to get more calls. So they simply kept one, 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 two, 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 some smaller numbers. I don't remember the exact pin code. So those they these cities had smaller numbers. Same with Delhi and uh, Bombay. I think Kolkata is three. I am not sure. Delhi is one and yeah. uh, Bombay is two. I think Kolkata is three or Chennai is three and Kolkata is four. I'm not so sure about those two. I'm not sure about it. Yeah. All right. So that so, was the technical, technological reason. Not reason. Technical reason. Hmm. Interesting. Quite interesting. And with that, we move to the next question. We are talking about a game here. Okay. This game is usually played by a single player. And but apparently you can play head to head, so I can play this game and you can play this game, and then later we can compare who did better in our own separate games. Uh, and the game became popular in 19th century Europe. There are multiple variants to this game throughout the world. One of the most popular version mm-hmm. is called Klondike. K L O N K L O N D I K E. Possibly after a Canadian region where gold rush happened, so a lot of miners ended up in this Canadian region called Klondike, and it is said that maybe they also started playing this game since it's a single-player game. They also started playing this game, and hence they came up with a new version of the game, which gets its name from the region, gets its its name from the region that is Klondike. Now, much much later, as I said, this is 19th century Europe that we're speaking about, and. Cold Russian Canada, maybe turn of the century. I'm not so sure when that happened. But a tech giant, hmm. a tech giant that we all know, introduced it to a whole new generation. And this is in the late parts of say 1980s or 1990s, somewhere around that time. A tech giant introduced it to a whole new generation in order to acquaint its users to a certain feature. A feature okay. which I got we all <laughs> are familiar with, and if I have to find a uh, Indian Connect, Indian Connect is that Jawaharlal Nehru, if I'm not mistaken, used to play this game while he was in prison, which was a long time, and he, being alone there, he used to play this game. What you have to tell me is, as I said, what is this game? Which has uh, European roots, possibly, or Euro- it became popular in Europe. Then a Canadian version is popular. Then a tech giant introduced this game to a whole new generation, to our generation, in order to acquaint its users to a certain feature which nowadays we just use. So, what do you have to tell me? A, what is this game? And B, what was this feature and that this tech giant wanted us to learn? So the tech giant. It is was a giveaway for me because I made a question on this. Oh, so please. it's Microsoft, mm-hmm. and they just uh, the user interface, the OS, the mouse, and everything was new in the late eighties. Eighty four, the mouse was introduced by Apple commercially, mm-hmm. and then everyone came up with the OS interface and mouse. So it was. Uh, I I actually made a question. Yeah, so. It was to make the people familiarized with the drag and drop feature of the mouse. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so yes. and the game is obviously solitaire, the cards game. Yes, absolutely correct. So you you got all of it right. So solitaire is the solo player game, and one of the most famous versions is Klondike. 
which came uh, then possibly the name comes from the Canadian region Microsoft wanted users who had never possibly used a graphical user interface to hmm. understand how to do drag and drop so yes. this game where you had to move a deck of cards left and right was hmm. a easy way to come to think of it, it's very in, uh, ingenious of them to use a game to teach you a feature but yes. it makes sense once you know about this like yeah obviously you could have done that i literally never played this game i know <laughs> this fund of me because i made a question on it and i realized it what was the question that you had made was it same trivia or was it something else uh, i did not uh, put the canadian part and the gold racing i only kept about the tech part of it uh, a company uh, wanted to create educate the people on the user mm-hmm. interface tech game uh, so that's what i had and uh, i had the designer's name this did it, the woman who did, the lady who designed this game she later okay. went on to apple and she designed something else at apple oh interesting i did not know yeah that. or or maybe she she was at apple and then came to microsoft she has uh, she has contributed to both the companies so i started with her and the answer i was expecting to answer was uh, the solitaire and the drag and drop feature Ah, uh, so today together we learn more. You learned about the Canadian yeah. rush, I <laughs> gold rush, yeah. and I learned about the lady from Apple who moved to uh, Microsoft or the other way around. All right. So turn for your next question, your final question. Yeah. Hmm. So my next question is again related to something in technology, or you can say it's a continu- not a continuation. Yeah, it can continuation of the previous question, but uh, this is as planned, not because you just asked that question. Okay. Okay. So vestibular system is responsible for transmitting the motion sense to our brain. There is something called vestibular system inside our ear. Okay. inside our ear there is something called vestibular system and it, it is responsible for transmitting the motion sense to our mm. brain mm. okay a commercial okay. launch of a technological innovation by a tech giant in 2013 led to several people experiencing disagreement between the eyes and the vestibular system okay 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 mm. which ultimately resulted in nausea and vomiting Okay okay fine which tech innovation has caused the miscommunication between the visual and vestibular system so mm-hmm. i'll explain you this by uh, your looking at the eyes you are sensing the motion correct correct okay fair enough but your mm-hmm. your vestibular system is not sensing the motion okay okay when such confusing signals go to the brain mm-hmm. you usually have motion sickness uh, brain gets confused and that's how the motion sickness happens when you are in aeroplane you are mm. actually moving but your eyes and ears won't sense the movement correct correct that's when the motion sickness happens but mm. similar thing was experienced by many users across the world many major majority of the users across the world after a tech launch by a tech after a launch by a tech change in 2013 mm mm-hmm. So, which tech giant and what did they launch? That that feature is still there on their products, but that was initially it was a compulsory feature. Like it's mm. it will be there. You can't remove it. After people started experiencing this, they made it an optional feature. You can activate or deactivate it. Interesting. Quite interesting. 
you know when you if start you are using if, hmm? if you are using one of their products uh, you must have seen this feature or maybe you must have experienced the motion sickness also interesting uh, when you first uh, mentioned this uh, my first guess was going to be maybe is it air uh, sorry apple's airpods okay but i don't think that is what it will be no so, because we had earphones and headphones since exactly exactly before 70 also. or 80 years <laughs> yeah so my next guess Hmm, I'm not so sure about this. I'm not so confident about this. But my next guess has to be: Is it uh, those VR sets that we have now in the market? Uh, so you just put on the VR set and you are playing a game inside. So your eyes are, uh, you know, in a VR set you could be in a roller coaster, but you are not actually in a roller coaster. So your eyes are noting something else, but your body is. not seeing feeling any emotion and hence there is a bit of a uh, sort of uh, i don't know what the word is some conflict mm. of sorts uh maybe they also give this uh, sense but no, no i'm not talking about that i'm talking about one particular company which launched this not vr sets because if you are using a vr set usually you move your head here and there you tend to walk hmm. there are many games right? so not exactly vr set this is you just sitting and doing something you may uh, sense the motion sickness just yeah. a common thing which you do but you might sense the common uh, motion sickness because of this you are right about the tech giant it's apple what did they do in 2013 Do you use any of the Apple products, the phone or iPad? You you must have you know this feature then. You know this feature. I don't know if you have experienced it or not. Is it to do? I experienced with, uh, no, I it to it, an extent. Yeah, no. I thought it will be uh, the screen turning around. Uh, that feature that happens, the the issue that happens, like you take from landscape to portrait mode, especially for an iPad, you take it from landscape to portrait mode. It keeps shifting, so it keeps moving around. But I don't think that will cause anyone. uh nausea no. or no that feature was there since the ipad was launched landscape to portrait mode no so that's yeah. not it so the feature which i'm talking about is both on ipad and iphone interesting quite quite and it is also on other android devices now but it was first brought up by them i don't have the faintest idea right now but i think the fact that you mentioned it was uh it's now on a lot of android devices so i'm assuming it should not be that uh much of a are we talking about a game here no not a game it's a feature it's a feature is there any hint that you can give me or anything um virtual reality is somewhat you closer but uh think uh oh. virtual reality on an iphone if you have an iphone just take it and look at it you will get the answer maybe uh, that's a bad hint that's a bad hint but uh, okay uh, just I, uh, tell uh, me the answer okay so you take an ipad and move it uh, uh, up and down so the apps and uh, it's a parallax effect uh, it's a 3d the app app looks like it's in a 3d space Okay, okay, okay. You know that, right? When you move the iPad up and down, the app and the what you call the background does a, is not constant. They keep apps move as if they are in a three D space. Oh, I actually don't Because, know much about it. 
<laughs> I'll watch that feature, right? I'll have to look this up. And with that, we come to the end of this bonus episode. I really, really hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for tuning in and being such an amazing listener. Cheers to you. That'll be all for today. See you soon.